so how do you feel about flour versus corn tortillas? So with my whole heart, I love Mexican food. Mm -hmm. I love tortillas, Mm -hmm. but I do prefer flour. No. For the reason of. Okay. I like the soft, you know, little street taco tortillas to be flour. I feel like it just tastes better and it's in a taco form. We're not talking about different kinds of tacos. We're just saying like a general taco, a general one. Or not even a taco. I'm not, this is not even a taco context. It's like a life context. If you had to eat one for the rest of your life. Flour. Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Hello and And welcome welcome to Beers and Cheers, where we share the gross, the dirty, and the disgusting part of college year. Did I do it right? Yes. And see if we can figure out what to do with our lives. I'm Ellie. I'm Maddie. Today we're sitting in a nature reserve area. Is it reserve or preserve? Nature preserve learning new things every day. I've become more stupid every day since I've left university. Yep. 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 And the brain cells were already scarce at that time. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, you know, I lack both brain cells and social skills. It's great. Me too. I don't know how to talk to friends. I don't even know how to talk to my dog anymore. I don't know how to relate to her. Today she just looked at me and I just didn't even know what to say. Oh, there's a, an insect <laughs> flying around. Okay. My dog, I talk to him all the time, but I don't talk to him like I used to. Like, it's literally, it's it's just like, like Things I'll like come at him and I'll just be like, bitch. And I'll like, we'll fight sometimes. But then sometimes I just like lay down with him and I like, I make him hug me. And I'm like, you're the cutest puppy in the world. Sounds like a really intense relationship of highs and lows. It basically, like, whatever mood I'm in is how he gets treated, which is probably really bad. But he likes to play. Like, when I'm angry, he, like, he doesn't think I'm, like, angry at him, you know? Has your apartment mate gotten their new puppy yet? So, she gets him. His name's Wally. It's so cute. She gets him on Thursday, tomorrow. So So, no training has been done yet. No, he is like fresh puppy, like tiny fresh out of thing. that doggy womb. Fresh, yeah. Um, Covered in doggy and I blood. Think, uh, I think she's keeping him at like her parents' house for like a week or two, just to get like you know like bond with him or whatever, and then she's bringing him to the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, that bonding time. Yeah. So I really don't know, but. I'm excited. When that puppy goes poo-poo in your room for the first time, I want you to send me a picture. That puppy won't go in my room because I'm allergic to dog dander, and so it can't go in my room. So my door is always going to be closed. Are you going to take allergy medicine every day? Uh, I usually do because I'm allergic to, like, a lot of different things like dust and tree you know 
You know, natural selection means you really shouldn't be here, but... Well, it's not like I'm allergic to peanuts, like a bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm a lot of people who are like, allergic to peanuts. The normal things, like dog dander, dust mites, yeah, tree jizz, yeah. um, weed jizz. Yeah. By jizz, I mean pollen. Um, and then... Um, some forms of shellfish, but, like, I'm vegan, so it doesn't really affect me. Kara's allergic to shellfish, too. Ooh. Yeah, she's I'm gonna... I'm not, like, deathly, though. It's just... It came up in my blood work, and I was like, oh! Oh. Yeah, I'm Already not sure vegetarian. if it would kill her or not, but maybe I should just put shrimp, like, in her tea sometime and just see what happens, you know? <laughs> you could parasite <laughs> the fuck out of her. <laughs> parasite? What do you mean? I mean, what do you... The movie? Yeah, what about? With the peach fuzz? Oh, yeah. Wow. You You just blow that shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The first time that Maddie and I watched Parasite, I cried in my room after because I'm scared (laughs) by anything, literally anything. Um, But the second time I watched it, I had a new appreciation for it, and I knew it was coming, so I liked it more. Uh, For reference, an insect just flew at Maddie's head, and she dodged it. Yeah. Um. That yeah. was an actual parasite. <laughs> God, this podcast is hilarious. Me, Ellie. Holy shit. <laughs> I know all of our listeners missed us so much. So, listen, we know there's a lot going on in our country right now. And we want to start this podcast by recognizing that and standing in solidarity with our black and brown brothers and sisters. Yes. We are white women and we cannot fully understand your experience, but we support you and Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Amen. So we're going to start off with a little bit of a, an educational story. So yes. for reference, today is Wednesday the 3rd and June 3rd, that is. So it has been a minute since we had a podcast. Yeah. And yesterday was what was known as Blackout Tuesday. So any comment on that, Maddie? Did you participate in Blackout Tuesday? I did. I posted on my Instagram. Not sure, like, if or when I take that down, but it's still up. Um, And then I stayed away from the Black Lives Matter hashtag because that's what I read on the interweb. Because um, lots of resources are posted, posted under that hashtag yeah, I and information. The resource on my story that like explained what Blackout Tuesday was, um, and then I put a link in my bio um, for this huge doc for like where to donate, where to help, who to call to like protest, like mm-hmm. you know, public officials. I think um, petitions to sign um etc but that's about all I did I did not go to any protests or anything because my parental units did not want me to which was unfortunate and I also was you know this is my privilege showing but I was a little scared of the possibility of you know police acting like terrorists which they did um, tear gas but yeah peaceful protesters that's all I gotta say what'd you say peaceful protesters getting tear gassed yep near where we are yep for no fucking reason 
And then our lovely um, orange cocksucker of a president decided that he needed to take a picture with the Bible. So he tear gassed and rubber bulleted some protesters. And, you know, that's great because um, he, that's basically what Saddam Hussein did. So basically we have a dictator for a president. Ah! Not great. surprising. Still upsetting. Yep. Have you heard about the controversy regarding Blackout Tuesday? I have seen some posts about how, like, it actually wasn't doing any good. I didn't see that many. Um, so I left my shit as it is. But I think, from what I understand, people were saying, like, it was pushing down like other relevant information and it's kind of performative activism performative allyship um when in reality you know being an ally is much more than just posting a little black box Mm -hmm. um but yes i also saw things about fake activism yeah also you know the whole concept of blackout tuesday making black people feel like they can't post anything like resources or educational information and some people were saying that Blackout Tuesday was really, like, suppression. Um, I think the intention behind it was good. And people who posted it ha- had good intentions to stand in solidarity. But, you know, I, I think the original thought was for non-Black people to stop posting so that they could amplify Black voices. Stop posting their own content, you know? But instead, it was just, like, a bunch of Black screens. So... I personally did not post it, but I did, you know, post a link to a petition. What have you been doing um, during this time at like activism wise besides Instagram activism? Um, I donated to a um, bail bond reform type website. I don't remember exactly the name, but um my family's from the Chicago suburbs, so I was like, oh, listen, like, a bunch of people are donating to the Minnesota fund, and they actually posted and said, like, you know, spread your donations out beyond us, and so I looked in their, like, comments, like, on their page, and I found this one in Chicago um, for protesters there, and, like, you know, people that are incarcerated unfairly, you know, prior to um, their court date, and who can't get out of jail um, because of the whole fucked up bond system. So I donated to that. Um, I've been meaning to donate to more because, you know, I got the IRS gave me that tax refund and hey. I'm swimming in cash. Not really, but I have I have some. But yeah, what about you? Um, you know, I think it's amazing how much we see like people our age really coming together to try to do more than Instagram activism right now, which is pretty cool. I also donated to a bail fund local for us. Um, I emailed my representatives last night. Oh, I meant to do that. Asking them to defund our police. And you can find lots of templates for that online. Also signed like as many petitions as I possibly could and I've been having like the challenging conversations with my family members also to try to oh, make sure they're understanding been, what's going I've on I've been having those for 
years now. <laughs> and it's really frustrating. It is, but we don't give up. No, we don't. We are encouraging you all, if you have not yet donated, to go to the Bail Project. And I'll include a link in this podcast description so that you can easily see it. Um, they're an amazing nonprofit that does work in the United States. And let me look at their mission. They are designed, it's a nonprofit organization designed to combat mass incarceration by disrupting the money bail system one person at a time. So look into it. And if, you know, obviously right now a lot of people are struggling because of the pandemic money wise. So, you know, give what you can. And if you can't, that's okay. There's also other creative ways like watching videos by black creators to, you know, get them some money that you can also do. But definitely not acceptable to do nothing right now it's important to consider what side of history you want to be on that being said maddie and i do not know everything about everything we just know that we want to help and we care about black people and we think that all people in our society should be treated with respect yeah and equity and equity yes yes we are on a path a never-ending path of learning and being an ally. Yes, ma'am. One other thing. We just want to plug content by Black creators as well. So in addition to our podcast, we're asking that you take the time to listen to a podcast by Black creators such as The Nod, Identity Politics, The Stoop, Still Processing, Black Girl in Ohm, and Code Switch. Look into them. I was just listening to Code Switch on the way here, and it's very informative. And Maddie and I cannot tell you about the Black experience because we have not lived it. So educate yourself. Read a book, maybe, but don't order it from Amazon. Order it from somewhere else, because fuck Amazon. Yeah. Anyway. Jeff Bezos (laughs) is a monster. And now we're going to get into Missed Connections. Maddie, would you like to start? I would love to start. So mine is titled Wanting to Eat It. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It says, quote, are there any ladies free wanting this? Question mark. I love to do it. I would love to please you. (laughs) Like to please back? I'm game. Hit me up. Women only. All caps. And then it says uh, some other gibberish that might be like an area code or something. So I don't want to give it that away. And it says you host. You host? You host. Okay, so he's saying So like, clearly he's a psychopath. <laughs> or maybe he just wants to, you know, please a woman in, in the comfort of her own home. Wow. Well, that is not desperate at all. But it is. During these times, you have to do what you have to I, do. I guess that one was this posted. Oh, seven hours ago. It's not too late, Maddie. Oh my god. Oh my god. <gasps> what's What's the email? <laughs> Look into it. I like that he's giving you the option to please back and not just assuming that you would give that in return. Because sure, you have an ant on your leg. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh there's gone. a 
large ant that I just flung off of me. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> we here at this nature preserve and there's lots of insects on us. And there's lots of people walking around. Yeah, people keep walking and looking at us. Basically, we're sitting in lawn chairs in a parking lot. We're doing this for you, the people, because we know this is what you want. Well, yes. if anyone... Next time we record, though, we'll be in my apartment, right? <gasps> yes, ma'am. Yes. If anyone wants to be pleased, well, look up this mis- misconnection, you know? But also be aware that there are risks because we're still in a pandemic. Okay. And also because he sounds psychotic. Uh, oh, and beca- because of, you know, that. Predators on the internet, you know. Yeah. Normal stuff. Normal stuff. So my misconnection is titled, it's, it's a short one, but okay. a goodie. Shorty but goodie. You grabbed my right boob at the riot. <laughs> That's hot. Oh. Wait, no. Unsolicited touching is not hot. But, like, the facts that I'm hoping this person is, like, reaching out to that person for a good reason, like, that's hot. Imagine being, like, my, yeah, my grandparents met at the riot when my grandma's boob was grabbed. I think it's it's a good story, as long as she's consenting, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is the description. You groped me in, insert city name, Saturday night. Want to hang out? I'll rinse tear gas out of your eyes anytime. Heart. <laughs> Love during a potential civil war. There's Amazing. Nothing we love to see it. Like it. Um, I hope that these are my future parents and that they adopt me. I wonder how old they are. Truly. That's honestly, they're probably young. I feel like the crowd at riots were not were not of the older generation in general. Yeah, a lot of older people are staying in their houses right now, so I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. Well, happy for these two crazy kids and yeah. we hope they find each other and grab each other and continue standing up for what's right. You Pouring know? milk in each other's eyes in a sexual or non sexual way. Did you say milk? Yeah, isn't that what you pour in your eyes after you get tear gassed? Is that what they do? I think so. So, question. This is a stupid question, but tear gas, what does it do? It make you cry? It make your eye hurt? What does it do? So, tear gas is a non-deadly, like, chemical that they release that it's, I think it's similar to, like, pepper spray, question mark? Not sure. Not sure. But I think it makes your eyes and, like, mouth and nose, like, any, like, crevice, like, in your crevice. I like that word. (laughs) It it basically just burns, I think. Um, And, like, it, it, like, basically temporarily disables you to, like, control a crowd. It's, It's chemical warfare is what it is. Isn't it amazing that tear gas is banned by the Geneva Convention for use in warfare, but the police get to use it against black protesters? Wow. Think about that. Our country does not work for us, folks. It works for corporations. And what else? Racists. Yeah. 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 
Remember when we were sitting in our college and I was telling you about how I went and bought like a, like a some medical supplies and no, yes. let's be clear people. I did not buy masks or gloves. I just bought like cough syrup and cough drops, but I was like preparing. Yeah. And everyone was like, Ellie, you are overreacting. And I was yeah. like, no, I'm not. I was in denial at that time. Because you were like, it's not a matter of if it's coming to the United States, it's when, Maddie. And I was like, Ugh. no, I like my life. I could change. <laughs> I like going to restaurants. I like going to restaurants. I like, I like go out. I like be with my friends. Yeah. And then it all said no. Yeah. Remember how the last thing that I did before going into hiding for like months was going to that Mexican restaurant with you. Yes. That was really nice. With our really weird waiter that told us about this dip that they have, which was really addressing that people dipped their chips in because we live in America and people do that. Yeah. And it wasn't very good, but did I eat it? Yes. You know, was the waiter nice? For sure. Was yes. he a little too nice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know, my like threshold for weirdness is really high. <laughs> so I would normally be super accepting of that. So let's just say he was, it was definitely too much. People. He was just a little bit too talkative for a waiter. Maddie was not vibing with it. I was not at vibing. All. I was trying to engage. Oh my God, I just called you Allie. <gasps> wow, it really Ellie, has been a long time. Wow. Ugh. Ellie is like, you know, like, I try to be nice, but I feel like Ellie's nicer than me. And she was, like, talking to him and, like, doing everything. And I was just, like, eating eating the chips and the salsa, like, ignoring him. Trying to, like, give him a social cue to go away because I was done talking. Yeah. And, Ellie, you were, just being, you were just being so nice. And I was like, damn, Ellie's so nice. See, I feel like you're nicer than me. And I just think you're cooler than me. <laughs> so you're, you kind of have this, like, bad bitch energy where you, you're willing to, like, create boundaries you don't mind like drawing a line of what's you know not acceptable whereas I'm just like afraid so don't be afraid to set boundaries it's I know I've been important. working on that I'm trying I'm learning these things learning and growing so we're here in quarantine yeah and there's something I wanted to tell you that I'm saving <laughs> for this podcast I just I'm wanted to see to your reaction. Just so you know, we did not, like, I don't know what she's about to say. No, I just really like to do this. I haven't really told many people at all, but I guess people will know after this. So. Is it, is, if it's really that, like, private and personal, you don't have to say it. No, it's okay. I'll just live with my shame. Okay. So I've been social distancing. Let's, first of all, let's get that straight. I've been literally just in my house for months. Um, the only person I've seen is my significant other. We didn't see each other for six or seven weeks. Now we've started seeing each other every once in a while. And we saw each other like two or three times, but we always like kept we always our distance. keep our distance. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so I ha I've been doing my part to be a good citizen. All right, let's be clear. But after I got home from my significant others, I started developing some symptoms and I actually ended up getting COVID tested. 
about three weeks ago. Sorry, it was two weeks ago, actually. Not even. Fucking really? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So they tickled your brain. How did it feel? It honestly wasn't the best experience of my life. Um, The thing went like all the way up there. Timeline. You and I went to the art museum. Yeah. Days later, I stayed with my significant other for like a week. Uh I came home and the next morning I started experiencing fever and sore throat. Then I developed a cough. Then I couldn't breathe. And I was like, it's fine. You know, whatever. It's chill. My family was like, yeah, you're probably fine. Eh." But then my brother came home from my dad's and he was like, I told him how, how I'd been feeling. And he was like, fuck, no, you're going to get tested right now. Basically, it was day eight of symptoms. They can only pick it up within the first five days of symptoms. So I tested negative. We will never know if I had it, but no one else I've come in contact with has had any symptoms. So I personally think it was a cold. Like, it just felt like a bad cold, basically. I think I was fine. My, my brother was just, like, freaked out about it. But anyway, that's my story. Wait, I'm so survivor. the test only works within the first five days? Yeah, because after that, it like it travels so quickly from your nose and throat into your lungs, they can't pick it up. That's what my my provider told me. Um, but yeah, I was negative, so I think I, I I'm pretty oh, sure I didn't have it to be honest. Shit. I think I'm being a little bit dramatic, Sounds but I mean, like my cough was probably the worst it. part about it. But it lasted for like eleven days, I want to say, like twelve days, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Huh. I think I had it in February, but nobody believes me. <laughs> you can get the antibody tests, but those are not super reliable. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I was like, I had the flu, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got better from the flu. And then, and then two of my friends had a 21st birthday on the same night. And so I went out, went to their party, you know, went a little too hard for having just had the flu. Yeah, um, yeet. Yeet. Um, and then the next day, I was the walking plague, um, or whatever, the walking dead, or whatever. So, She's zombie. And I went to the doctor, and she did, like, a mono test. She did a strep test. And, like, looked at my throat, did the whole thing, and she was like, oh, both of the tests came back negative. Like, I don't really know what you have. Um, I remember that. And then she was like, I'll just, you know, it, it's probably bronchitis. I'll prescribe you an antibiotic, and you should, you should start feeling better. And I took the antibiotic, and I got better within, like, a week, but I don't know could have been i guess that could be comforting to think you might have had it so you might be immune to at least one strain but the shitty thing is like even people who've had it once can still get it again you're only protected against like the one strain and there's so many different strains ah yeah this these are challenging times i hate everything well i wanted to ask you a few questions about your quarantine experience okay ask away so first of all are there any hobbies or skills you've picked up during 
the quar quar. Yes. I'm going to focus on two that I can think of right now. So first one, I'll make it short. Spray paint. Never done it. Never tried it. Wait, what? Really? Yes. I've never spray painted anything in my life. Well, I'm, not, I'm just surprised that you're doing that. That's yes. cool. So my parents are like, you know, very much like do-it-yourself kind of people, especially my dad. Like, it's very handy and like everything. Um, so we were like, I think we were spray painting some like chairs or something. And I was like, oh my God, I've never spray painted anything. So I took this box that I have and I was like, you know what? I could repurpose this, make it like a drawer thing. Mm-hmm. spray painted that shit it looks so good and then I got addicted because it's like really it, it's it smells good first of all you're not supposed to breathe it in but it smells good Ooh. losing brain cells Maddie's a spray paint addict she sniffs that I sniff that shit um but recently I I have like a mirror like a full length mirror you know mm-hmm. I, I had all the stickers on it whatever yeah. and I was like you know what taking them off so I took the stickers off I, like, did the whole painter's tape thing with some newspaper and shit, and I spray-painted it gold because it used to be white, and I'm trying to do, like, a gold accent thing yeah. in my room. So I spray-painted that gold, and I spray-painted, like, a bunch of other things from my room gold. And literally, it's so satisfying. You're such a creative woman. Yes. Just so, doing things by yourself? That's amazing. Spray-painting is the first thing that I've learned how to do. Second thing. Okay, so pre-quarantine, I guess I knew how to cook, but I have learned so much more about cooking since quarantine. And especially, like, um, vegan cooking, vegetarian vegan cooking. Because at first I was just eating vegetarian. I was still eating um, dairy products and eggs. And then I went vegan again. Um, And it's been four weeks vegan. Yes. Um... But anyway, it's just been really fun to, like, you know, go grocery shopping with my parents and, like, pick out stuff that I don't have to pay for, that they will pay for. Thanks, Mom and Dad. I love living at home. you know, cook really delicious meals. And I found out that there are just, like, so many, like, websites and, like, resources for vegan recipes that I never even knew before. And it's also... Linking off of veganism, this isn't really a skill, but I found some really good vegan, like, takeout options in our area um, that I've thoroughly enjoyed. That's exciting. But anyway, cooking. I've I've been honing, is that the word? Honing my cooking skills. In yeah. Oh, someone just yelled that there's a snake near us. Should I go get it? What do you think? Nature is so Bro, majestic. Bro, snake. Oh. oh, I see a squirrel. Squirrel. Anyway, what have you been doing? Any hobbies or activities? <laughs> well, that is super cool, and I'm hyped for you. I know you're meal prepping too, and I also know yes. that you've been a TikTok queen, posting up I your made, meal like, prep stuff. Four TikToks. Now you're TikTok queen. You're basically famous. We <laughs> get it. <laughs> um, I. The one thing that I learned how to do that I'm proud of myself is fairy hair. For a <gasps> long time now, I've wanted to learn how to do it, right? Wait, I thought you had some, though. Like, yeah. last fall. Yes. So, last May, I got fairy hair. I got 20 strands of fairy hair put in my hair. Wow. And literally, the last one just fell out. 
a week ago and they're supposed to last a quote from like three to five months max but it was the whole year and I was okay with that because I liked it yeah um looked good yeah but I wanted to learn how to do fairy hair and other people because people ask me all the time about fairy hair and now I have so many strands of fairy hair I got like a thousand strands for like eleven dollars a thousand yes do you want to do my hair? Yeah, absolutely. I have so many different colors. I can make it look like natural too. I did. I did my mom's. It looks really good. Wait, how many, what kind of colors do you have? I have like any color you can think of. I also have rainbow and I have like blonde and like brown. So I can kind of like make it look like your hair is just like sparkly, naturally type vibe is what I did for my mom. Yeah. If anyone's listening to this and wants me to do their fairy hair when we're back at school, let me know. I will totally do it for you. But I'm really pissed because I wanted to do it on my own hair. Like that was the whole thing. But you can't really do it to yourself. Oh, yeah. So maybe maybe when when we we get back to school, um, you can teach me. Yes. And then we can DIY the shit out of each other's hair. I would absolutely love that. You can also practice on my American Girl doll, which is what I did. And she's so What's creepy. Girl that you have? Okay, I have no idea what her name is, but as a child, I what was. What does she look like? She's black. As a child, I was so tan. The only American Girl doll that w- would look like me was like the, the, black the black one. But I've been practicing putting fairy hair in her hair. I'm a lot less tan now. I don't know like why. I was just really tan as a child. I was just outside a lot, I guess. But I still get asked by certain people like oh like what are you white and i'm like yep boring boring plain ass white girl i just tan you a tan goddess i just tan in the summer sometimes you look so tan so good right now thank you have you been tanning i have been going out this is very inappropriate because i live next door to like our next door neighbors is like the mom is friends with my mom and they have like a three-year-old and a five-year-old have you been like nikki I literally lay out in my driveway in, like, my thong bikini. (laughs) (laughs) And people drive by and, like, deliveries get made to my house. And I'm just like, you know what? It's all, it's all, I'm on that tan grind. Your neighbor's dad is not mad about that, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Are there any books or stories you've read during this time? So... Maddie looks like she's about to say she read a porno or something. I really, honestly, this sounds like so shallow and Gen Z or whatever the fuck we are, but I've been doing a lot of TikTok. Not like doing them, but just like watching them. Like I spent two hours today on TikTok probably. It gives you joy. It It, gives me joy. It sometimes gives me joy. Like every other video usually is like good. Like my for your page is pretty good. It's mostly like cooking and like funny people and occasionally there's like the angry italian dude who cooks who's like super hot do you know that guy no i don't he does like the angry italian cooking show and he like yells at the camera he's like boy on the pan like and he talks in italian like a american italian accent and it's so funny okay but how is tiktok a story just relating back to the question people tell stories Okay, like point of view stories. Yeah. What about you? Have you been reading and or reading stories and or listening to TikTok stories? <laughs> okay, a few things. First of all, I saw TikTok yesterday where the girl was like, you know, people people will put into like 
Google Translate or something like that that speaks to you and say like, you know, like Maddie, it is okay that I that love g- those. Yeah, TikToks. Those really real. well, she was like, it is okay that you hooked up with a guy named Doodle Bob and like <laughs> and went after you drank like ten white claws one night and then you came back again the next and but you didn't know that you were sleeping in his parents room because it was nicer and then the next night you came back and you went to use the parents bathroom and then you climbed in the parents bed when they were actually there and you were naked and you started cuddling his dad and then everyone started screaming and then you started crying and you ran away with your clothes anyway that was a good tiktok (laughs) Uh, those are so funny i also love when people like hold their laptop in front of them and play a video and then they talk with the video as it's talking. oh yes like oh they'll do God. like a kardashians clip or something yes. and it's so have you seen funny. the donald trump ones recently i haven't but i saw the debbie ryan one where she was like <laughs> talking about how they were like throwing food and she was like and i just went like ah, and i got it oh yeah and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and she was like <laughs> she was like talking to like the directors of her show or something she was like I was talking to the producers, and I was like, I want to make history. Yeah. And so we did. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first Disney Channel wedding. That was... <laughs> okay, why has Debbie Ryan become just such a meme for no reason? Everyone's just I roasting the shit out of her. I feel bad for her. Debbie Ryan, are you okay? <laughs> Debbie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Debbie? <laughs> Debbie, are you okay? Well, she got married in secret, so I'm sure she's doing fine. Oh, yeah. We love an elope wedding. One other thing I wanted to mention that was probably the greatest disappointment of quarantine was Crystalia's stand-up, you know? Oh, my God. So, Maddie Chris, and I... we love you. We love As Chris. a preface to what we're about to say, he's never going to listen to this shit. No. But we love you. We think you're very funny. He's but... our favorite comedian, and we really bonded over him. We watch his stand-up all the time, and... We were so excited for his special new pain, sorry, no pain, no pain to drop on Netflix, but it was truly probably one of the worst specials I've ever seen. And before it came out, I was reading reviews that it was the worst special that's ever been created. And I just thought they were Dalia haters, but turns out they're just people who understand comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out that joking about sexual assault, me too suicide child predators isn't really that funny (laughs) who knew the thing is if you're gonna make fun of like touchy topics you gotta make the joke really good otherwise it just seems like you just made a joke about a touchy topic just because you want to seem edgy which is not it doesn't really fly in my book and i also feel like there's a difference between like like if a woman got up and was joking that, you know, she was maybe a sexual assault survivor and she was making comedy out of that topic, you know, as a way to, like, get through it and cope with it. That would be one thing. But this is a white dude saying, I'm not going to ever apologize for things that I say. Now, finally, to answer your question, I've been... Okay, backstory. Recently, my mom said to me, basically, she wanted me to read a book about narcissism, and I agreed to do so. So guess what? I'm reading a book about narcissism, and I'm learning things. And apparently... Sorry, excuse me. No, you're good. People who have narcissistic parents 
tend to have more narcissistic friends, which if I look into my past, absolutely. And just like kind of be attracted to that personality. So, well, you're, I heard one time that you're attracted to personalities like the parent that you feel less emotionally secure with. I think I recognized that and it's definitely not an issue currently, but it's, it's good to be aware of, but the person I'm dating right now is like the most selfless, amazing, kind, empathetic, warm, just all around wonderful human being I think I've ever met. And I can say with full certainty that like I'm in a healthy relationship and Neither I very, of us are narcissistic. Very much but. ship the relationship. What's going on with you, Maddie? Any any fun things in your life in that realm? I'm asking this because I know there are things, but you don't have to answer. We don't we really don't have to go into specifics if you don't want. There's okay, there's potential okay. in a person. Okay, that's it. That's good enough. Yes. That's great. A boy. There's potential in a person who is a boy. Yes good and yeah yeah anything else and i'm like well i guess there's potential in every boy but it's a potential that i'm potentially interested in if that makes sense there's potential for potential for potential potential for potential for potentially yeah potential potentially potential (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't even sound like a word anymore Potential. Yeah. That's it. That end of story on that. And thanks for sharing, story. Maddie. You look really good. I Thank you. I oh, today. Sorry. I got I I'm dressed like this because today I went to a tattoo parlor with my mom. <gasps> You're and getting we got a tattoo? A consultation <gasps> for a little ankle ankle tattoo that we're getting <gasps> next Saturday. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you. Yes, anyway, side note, that's why I'm so just like this. What are you like, getting? We're getting, like, this little, like, letter thing. I can, like, tell you more detail um, later, but it's, like, a little, like, two L's, like, looped together. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it stands for the name of the beach that we go to where my grandparents live. And we go there every year. And actually, this year, we might not get to go, which Uh. is sad. But, yeah, it's just, like, a little, like... I love that you're getting it together. That's so beautiful. What what are the safety precautions they have in place? Because I want to get a tattoo for my 20th, but I'm really nervous about, like, going in. So, it's appointment only. Um, We wanted a consultation first, and they do them for free. So we went in, and it's like most businesses where they have the sign post on the door, like, wait in your car, wash your hands or use sanitizer before you come in, and wear a mask um, or gloves. I don't know. We didn't wear gloves. We wore masks. So we wore masks. We went in. We said, we have consultation with this dude. He was like, okay. He took us back to, like, his little room, and then we just talked to him. He had a mask on, and we talked to him. We showed him what we wanted. And then he was like, all right, so um, does, you know, this day work for you? And we're like, yep. And so basically I think we're just going to come back and, like, wearing masks, you know, get it done. 
get out of there. I need a picture as soon as possible. I'm so excited for you. Is it going to hurt? What do you think? I asked him and he said, because I've heard the ankle is like, ankles are like a sensitive area. And he was like, it's so small and it'll only take me like a few minutes. Like the pain will probably be minimal. And I was like, dope. Have you and your mom been planning this for a long time? Um, kind of. We've wanted to get it for like a few years now, but we didn't quite like, we didn't quite know what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, cause she might, she wanted to like add on to it, make it all. And I was like, no, I'm just getting the, you know, the Something letters. Simple. The yeah. Simple, easy. It's my first tattoo. I don't want to go crazy. Um, like I'd rather go crazy on a different tattoo down the line. I'm, I, I kind of feel like after I get this one, I will start getting more. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, I feel like I will get like multiple tattoos in my life. Like not in like a bad way, but like, I just think they're really cool. And I want them on my body. I think you look amazing with multiple tattoos. But I need to figure out what those tattoos will be. And you have many a year to contemplate that. And when you're living in California, everyone's going to be like, what about a bitch? You know? First Italy, though. First Italy. True that. I'll have to get one, like, in memoriam of Italy. That'll be one. That's two. Just get, like, a giant pizza tattooed on your back. Like, an enormous pizza. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what you should caption it. Ciao Bella. Ciao Bella. <laughs> Classico. Bueno. Classic. Classico. Bueno. <laughs> we, know, we know so much Italian. We're going to fit Spaghetti. in so well. <laughs> Pizza. Oh my Totterini. God. I'm going to get a tramp stamp of just a piece of spaghetti on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of. Just a long piece of spaghetti? Which yeah. way? angel hair so it'll look like a fucking line but people like is that a line on your butt like no it's angel hair pasta you dumbass i lived in italy for a year what have you done what have you done with your life not lived in italy probably (laughs) have you seen all those videos on tiktok where it's like you have to start thinking of yourself as the main character and blah 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 no oh my god it's like inspirational stuff and people always put like their travel like videos and pictures and beautiful things that they've done and I really like I really hate it like because one I haven't really traveled anywhere that special at least not that I can remember Um, you went to my house once (laughs) (laughs) that was special (laughs) it was you made me coffee Um, (laughs) so I wouldn't fall asleep I care about you. Um, but that's great. But it's really annoying seeing those videos because I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, I feel like they're just, you know, people who post that are just like, fuck you. I have money and I traveled. We get it. You gallivanted around Mykonos. We get it. We get it. You have to start thinking of yourself as the main character. You have to be narcissistic. That's how it (laughs) works. You're not the man on fire. (laughs) I wanted for us to close by sharing one thing that is either bringing us joy or that we're excited about 
and our futures. Uh, I'm excited to get to know my roommates. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to, to have puppy poo poo in your room. Hopefully not. I'm excited to possibly go to the beach. Potentially, possibly. I think I am going with my family. Don't know. Um, and you move in this Saturday? I'm really excited about the, not the potential, but the actual like thing that's happening of me moving out of my parents' house so that I can feel like an independent person. Um, and <sighs> I'm excited to like see friends. Yes, I'm excited that people are finally doing something about police brutality. And... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Maddie, you're shallow as hell. I'm a fucking narcissist because I only talked about my life. <laughs> Listen, we, we know we're both excited about that. We're both activist queens, so we're doing what we can. We're educating ourselves there's more to be done and it will it will be done i'm also really excited because this weekend the person i love is gonna come see me and we're gonna eat brie and cheese yeah brie he's never had heated brie he always eats brie cold have you ever had cold brie on a cheese board yeah never experienced that but, like, I get what you mean. Like, in a sandwich, they warm it up. People yeah. Warm it up. Or, like, if you get a big chunk of it, you'll, you'll heat it up in, like, the oven. And then you dip your crackers in it and jam and stuff. It's so much better that way. Anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm not really excited about seeing him. Just the brie, mainly, is what I'm enthusiastic about. No. I'm excited. Um... And what's giving me joy is knowing that when we get the fuck out of this quarantine, I have friends like you to spend time with. And I'm very blessed. And I love you. I agree. I love you too. Cheers. Cheers. Remember to give what you can to The Bail Project by going to bailproject.org. Because Black Lives Matter, and it's time to create a world free of anti-Blackness, where every Black person has the social, economic, and political power to thrive. Thank you.